Hey guys, I'm Cordy. I'm Nene. And I'm Carson. And you're listening to In the Know. Yay! Yay! And on this episode, we're going to be talking about all things the Eras Tour movie that recently came out. Um, Taylor and Travis Kelsey, because there's more to cover than the last time mm-hmm. we talked about it. Mm-hmm. And even the fact that SNL is back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, writer Strike is over. Okay, Maymay, do you want to get us started? Yes. So, on October 13th, the Eras Tour movie arrived in theaters. And Swifties have been looking forward to this forever. We knew it was going to happen. We saw them recording at the LA shows. We were all waiting for this. But people are all up in arms over the fact that people are singing and dancing and having a good time in these movies. Because Taylor Swift literally told Swifties that they could like sing and dance and that it was a concert immersive experience. Like the tickets don't even say that it's a movie. They say it's like a concert experience. So there's people up and dancing in the movie, which is like, great, whatever. But people are all upset about it because they're like, I just wanted to go sit and watch the movie. And I'm like, I can totally understand that point of view. But also at the same time, you knew what was happening because Taylor literally told people that it was going to be like a concert experience. The whole point of the movie wasn't, it's not like it's Miss Americana, okay? Mm -hmm. It's not like it's a sit-down movie understand the background of the heiress tour it is the heiress tour because so many people were unable to get tickets or to afford to go to these concerts and she wanted to make an interactive experience for her followers and her fans because she wanted to make sure everybody got the opportunity so i mean i can fully understand people wanting to sit and watch but that's not what this experience was supposed to be and so all of the like people hating on like tiktok and instagram it's really bugging me because that's literally what Taylor Swift is, does not like. She does not stand for hate or bigotry or arguments or whatever. And the fact that people are arguing over an immersive concert experience is so interesting. People are so just so salty about everything. And oh, I just dropped something. They're so sensitive. And like, it's literally just to have fun. I was just talking to my dad about this. I hate teenagers. They're so emotional. (laughs) So that's just where my thoughts are. Um, Did you go see the movie? Not yet. I was supposed to go last night, but I'm currently sick and I'm not allowed to leave my house until tomorrow. So I was unable to see it. And I want to go see it really badly. And what I've heard from my friends who've gone like you, Cordy, like, People were, like, up and dancing, but it wasn't, like, crazy. But I've seen some videos where people are, like, up in the front, like, at the screen, like they're at the concert. And I'm like, that's kind of fun, not going to lie. Yeah, I've seen those videos, too. But people are up in arms about it. And I'm like, this was just supposed to be for people who were unable to get tickets. It's supposed to be for Swifties. It's not supposed to be inaccessible. And, like, the ticket prices are so high, too, that it's becoming inaccessible to the majority of Swifties. It's just, it's crazy to me. Yeah, tickets were like, I, like, my friend bought tickets and I was like, okay, I'll buy the popcorn and I'll buy the drink cups because I was like, oh, they have the Aeros Tour stuff. That, the drink cups and everything combined cost the same amount as the tickets. And I was like, that's, oh my wild. goodness. But that I came, wild. I came, um, opening night, uh, the first showing, um, uh, did I feel bad for the employees? Oh, yeah. But they had, like, all the AMC employees that, for the AMC I went to, they had little AMC friendship bracelets. Cute. posters hanging out. And they, they were running a tight ship. Like, they had a line for the Aerostorm movie and a line for, like, every other movie. Because I know, like, Paw Patrol and all that was coming. But for my um, theater experience, at least, is that if you were, there's, like, the main section and then there's the very front section. And the people who sat in the very front were, like, little kids mainly Mm -hmm. and they because they were like running around and having a good time and they were the ones that I said that were up at the screen the screen and so like the people behind me and in front of me none of them stood up when we were watching but I feel like if you were in the front you stood up because you wouldn't be blocking anyone and I think Mm -hmm. that was like really respectful and I was fine with that 
what I what I wasn't fine with, um, they were selling like the light up baton things, mm-hmm. and the girl I had there was like two little girls <laughs> next to me, and I was getting really upset when they kept turning the batons on because it's like the way the movie theater is lit, I couldn't see yeah what I was looking at anymore because it was like right next to me, and me and my friend were like, I'm gonna rip that out of her hand like I can't handle this anymore I think that's kind of an odd thing to put in a movie theater like I understand it's supposed to be like a concert experience but to have that in the theater is distracting like you're supposed to turn your phone off because the light Mm -hmm. from it can disrupt the experience so please don't put your baton on but they moved to the front um because I think they saw that I kept like secretly giving them the side eye um but they moved to the front and I saw them having a good time because they would also like put the baton above their heads and I like knew for a fact that that was blocking people so I think as long as you're like not blocking someone behind you like we stood up when everyone else was standing up because karma is the last song of the night and so she was just like stand up get happy and so everyone else stood up and I think that was like really fun but no one else stood up for the rest of the movie which I was like yes because guys I'm sorry I already had to st- stand up for the three hours Eras tour experience. <laughs> I can't go through that again at the movie theater. Yeah. But honestly, it was like, it wasn't that bad. Um, and I was like, I'm not going to sing. I'm not going to sing. It's a movie theater. You know, I'm going to like, m- like lip sync it and stuff. But by the end, I was singing. I was, mm-hmm. I, but I wasn't screaming like I screamed yeah. before. And I think as long as people like get that message across, I'm like, there are other people around you guys. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Okay, do we want to move on to more Taylor Swift, but also <laughs> Travis Kelsey? Yeah, Of course. Of course I do. Okay. So, on our last episode, episode two of In the Know, we talked about how Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey were starting to date. Because that was, like, our major pop culture moment. Because, like, yeah, at the beginning of the year, Taylor broke up with Joe Allen and like stuff like that, and then there were sobs and cries, sobs and cries, and then there were rumors about her and like Maddie Healy, but that didn't last very long. Oh, that was awful! I forgot (laughs) about that. I put that out of my mind for a reason (laughs) for a long time. But now it's Travis Kelsey. So Travis Kelsey is a um. Kansas City Chiefs player. I don't know what position he plays because I'm not the biggest football fan. But Wait, I know this. I know this. I think it's. I think it's Titan. I think that's what it is. Oh yes, you're is so Titan? right. Titan. Yes, I know yes. this. I know this because I'm so involved in Swift Talk, and that's how I discovered. It. I don't know. Uh, I, does. I have been a Chiefs fan for years, so very oh, yeah. fan. Oh, gee. But like, but like, I have a sweatshirt and stuff, and so every time they're in the Super Bowl, I always cheer for them because I have the outfit for it. But I also like. I don't keep up with NFL. I don't really care about NFL. Yeah. So, but I've known about Travis Kelsey for years because I've been kind of a Chiefs fan. Yeah. And I don't know. Him dating Taylor is kind of everything to me. Yeah. You are right. He is a tight end. Because I remember I saw a video and, like, it was a college football player. And, like, the announcer asked, like, what do you think about Taylor and Travis? And he was like, it's a win for tight ends. <laughs> That's ah. the video. But okay, so Travis Kelsey, I personally did not know who he was before the Taylor drama. I mean the not Taylor drama, before the Taylor stuff. Because I'm not a big football fan. And yeah, Kansas City Chiefs are like a really big NFL team because of like Patrick Mahomes and then like winning a bunch of Super Bowls and that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So let's talk about this first. So Patrick Mahomes is like who you would say like a star football player. Like in oh, the yeah. NFL, oh. like probably one of the best quarterbacks. No, he's big deal. Okay, yeah. okay, taking notes, taking notes. <laughs> but Patrick Mahomes, like they're both on the same team, and he's in commercials for Subway, State Farm, Community Community America Credit Union, and other companies. So he's been like, and he's been in these um, commercials for like years, especially the State Farm and Subway commercials. I feel like those are the most um, relevant, like the people, the stuff people see the most. Mm-hmm. But now, since Taylor and Travis has started dating, they the NFL and all these other companies are definitely like trying to profit off of this. So, hundred oh, percent. So Travis Kelsey, he's now in ads for State Farm, Hy-Vee. I don't know what that is. Pfizer. So like 
COVID vaccine and Experian. So he's like, he's definitely making his way up the ranks. Like, who knows? But I don't know. We're going to see how this unfolds because like they've been, what, how long has it been? It's probably been about a month, at least three weeks since they started dating. Crazy. Yeah. So, well, you know, they were seen holding hands just the other day. Oh my gosh. I was going to, I was going to talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Cordy, you want to talk about that? Oh, um, well, maybe what, like the other day, I was going to talk about Saturday night is when I saw the, a photo of them holding hands and I freaked out. Yeah. Okay. So this kind of leads into my like bigger segment, but they were, le- they were, um, holding hands heading to a SNL after party. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've like replayed the videos cause I was like, Oh, and people are comparing um, how he treats her compared to, like, how Joe treated her. And I'm like, guys, don't compare them. Don't co- I mean, yeah. I'll compare them, too, but don't compare them. Don't compare them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, like, a very, like, because people are like, oh, my gosh, Joe, like, they always, like, ran to the car. They booked it to the car, and they're taking a nice leisurely stroll to the car. And I was like, guys, don't look too deep into that. Yeah. Um, people but, look too deep into a lot of that kind of stuff. They're both yeah. very popular people in the media. And so, like, them getting paparazzi and stuff is not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like they're both used to it. And I th- mm-hmm. I mean, they looked super sweet, super cute. I was like, oh, maybe it's not. Because I was under the impression that it was, like, a publicity stunt. And I was, like, still holding on strong to that. And then I saw them holding mm-hmm. hands. And I was like, yay. But yeah. my dad, um, he, I, I showed him a picture of Travis Kelsey. And he was like. He's ugly. Taylor can do better. And I'm like, shut oh? up. Shut up. Shut He's up. He's a sweetie pie. He's a yes. sweetie pie. Don't hate, you British man. Do not hate. <laughs> Don't hate. Anyways, yes, they're so cutie patootie. Yes. He definitely fits her vibe, I feel. I agree. Like, Oddly like the, enough, yes. Yeah. Like the outfits and stuff he wears, I think it definitely fits in with her. Yeah. Like, they look like an odd combo on paper, but then I'm like, okay. Yeah. It kind of makes sense. Also, didn't he, like, since he had a game the night of the premiere, didn't he, like, send her, like, thousands of dollars of, like, flowers and stuff? Yes! I saw that, too. I was like, dang. Dang. Wait, I have not seen this. Like, what happened? Oh, my gosh. So, um, so they premiered, what was it, Thursday night? Thursday night, yeah. Thursday yeah, yeah. night um, is, was the official premiere because they moved it up instead of the 13th to the 12th, which I am a little mad about. Um, but anyways, he had a game that night, and so he obviously couldn't be there. Um, so instead, he sent her thousands of dollars worth of, like, flowers and, like, bouquets and all of that stuff to congratulate her on her accomplishment. Yeah. And was I was so like, okay. I'm twirling my hair, kicking my feet because... <laughs> That was so cute. Mm-hmm. Wow. I did not know that. That's so nice. That's so sweet. Yeah, oh he's seems really sweet. Can we also talk about the premiere of and like Beyonce? Yeah, we can. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that that broke me when I was like, fan wars are ended, guys. You can't no, literally hide Anna Swifty. I was like, they're iconic for that literally. Oh no, my literally. Gosh. Yes, and she like made a whole Taylor made a whole post about like how much she looks up to Beyonce and how she's a queen. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Aww. It's like my I'm so happy. I'm so content. That's oh. like really good that they're supporting each other. Because I've heard like like little rumors that like Beyonce's film is not selling as well as Taylor's. So I hope it I hope it does well. Me too. Me I too. Mean, go to the Renaissance I'm- tour. But I think it like devoured. She served definitely. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I want to see the Renaissance. That's why. Yeah. Really bad. Every, everybody on mute. <laughs> That's all. The only mute. thing I know from it. Me too. I love Beyonce. <laughs> yes. See, I'm not a beehive, but I do know that people are like, you can either like Beyonce or you can like Taylor Swift. You can't like both because they're literally both of them are the music industry. Yeah. Like they're both selling out. Like. I think it was also the fact that they're both on tour right now, and their yeah. both of their tours are so ex- like extremely like successful, and people are, like trying to compare them. And like you cannot you compare, cannot them. compare them. They're like yeah, I like bro. 
Anyways, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> my fangirl. I'm coming back to my fangirl roots. I was, I was like, hold the phone. You and my mom. My mom loves Beyonce. The other day, we were talking about something, and my friend came over, and she grabbed a lemonade, and she was like, oh, I had to get a lemonade. My mom goes, lemonade? Like, by Beyonce? <laughs> I was like, it's so funny. My mom is so funny. Anyway. Yes. Um, that, I think that's all I took out of the premiere. Um, also, supposedly, Taylor Swift is going to 13 different movie theaters. Um for the Airstorm movie, but wow. I don't know if that's 100%. I saw someone post about that, but um, I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Well, she needs to come here. Cordy did... Oh, sorry. No, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, she didn't last... She didn't um, opening night, but... Yeah. Uh, Cordy, did you watch the SNL episode last night? Yes, I did. Did I watch the full thing? No. Um... But I got. I haven't home. watched it yet. I forgot. See, I'm so used to SNL not being on anymore. I ha- yes. haven't had my SNL time. Yeah, I I literally love SNL. Like it's my favorite thing, and I forgot it was coming on this week. And so I got home at like ten thirty. So it was like already like uh, halfway done. And my dad was like, "Cordy, Cordy, SNL's on." And I was like, "Huh?" Because I wasn't like looking forward to it that much. Because I mean, it's Pete Davidson hosting and. Um, Ice Spice, Spice as the um yeah as the music um yeah guest yeah and I was like okay I sit down and I sit down at like the perfect skit time I sit down when they're starting their Fox NFL Sunday skit and <laughs> I I see the little Fox um NFL intro and I'm like oh they're gonna talk about Taylor Swift I know they're gonna talk about Taylor Swift because how can they not talk about Taylor Swift um. But for, you know, those who didn't see it, like May May, basically what went down is they have, like, their usual, like, intro, their, they introduce all their people, and then, um, okay, so the host of the show makes um, a jab at Taylor Swift and her boyfriend, and then you have the other three host guys being like, hey, boyfriend, let's not go that far. And then it becomes, like, a running joke about Taylor Swift and, like, that they're actually secretly Swifties. But the things that they said made me, I was like, there has to be a Swiftie in the writing room because some of these Mm -hmm. are too accurate. Like, the way they were like, oh, have you seen um, Taylor Swift live? I have. Met life night one, met life night three. And I was like, okay, okay. And he's (laughs) like, well, I was feeling like two. And he was like, and he, he said, um... Name your surprise songs. And I was like, hold on a minute. This is a little too accurate. And he named the (laughs) correct songs. Um, I can't remember what it was. Uh, Oh, well. Anyways, and then he's like, oh, yeah. He said um, this love or whatever. And the other guy was like, you got this love? I am not okay. And I was like, (laughs) this is a little too accurate to my feelings and how I interact with other Swifties. (laughs) Um, this little crazy, little kooky. And then, um, they banter back and forth, and the host, who's annoyed that they're talking about Taylor Swift, is like, oh, I just want to talk to someone else who is in- interested in just football, just football. And it cuts, um, to Travis Kelsey. Oh, um, my god! And he's like, yeah, me too. And then it just ends, and I'm like what the heck and i'm i'm standing up i'm dumbfounded i'm speechless see <laughs> on my screen and my dad is like looking at me because he's like what like who is that and i'm like that's travis kelsey and he's like that's travis kelsey and i'm like yeah and that's when he was like oh he's kind of ug but i was like i was speechless and then since i missed the um in the like earlier show i didn't realize that taylor swift introduced ice spice as a musical guest earlier in the show and i was like both of them were there so that was my yeah. reaction to snl last night little crazy crazy i love snl snl is literally like i'm so glad it's back sometimes it's sometimes it flops sometimes it flops but i think this episode was very strong yeah good comeback mentioned. yep yeah yeah i saw all the like posts that's like Taylor Swift was on SNL and she introduced Ice Spice, all that stuff. 
No, because I was scrolling the um, SNL TikTok page and I saw that snippet, but they only put that snippet in. And I was like, oh, I guess she's like, for some reason, I was like, oh, did did Taylor Swift host like in the like a few years ago and introduced Ice Spice? That's really weird, but I guess that's what happened. And they're just using an old clip of when Ice Spice was a musical guest. Um, little did I know that Taylor Swift was actually there and I missed that. Um, but yeah, I was like, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So is Pete Davidson like not on SNL anymore? No, I think he either left last season or the season before. And he. Yeah, he's not like a cast member anymore. Yes, because he went to pursue like um, movies and TV, like to be an actual actor. So he left the cast. And so he was hosting um, Saturday Night. Yeah. But he did good. Like, Pete, I think Pete Davidson is funny, even if sometimes he annoys me. But I think he's funny. Um, Yeah. I think my favorite section um, of SNL is Weekend Update. Oh, oh it's the best. Oh, yeah. Colin Jost and Michael Che. Yeah. <laughs> I love SNL. That's crazy. Anyways, um, I think it's time that we move on to Celebrities of the Week. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> All right, Carson, it's your time to shine. Okay, so my celebrity of the week is Brie Larson. If you don't know who Brie Larson is, you have never seen the Avengers or... You've never lived. Yeah, yeah, you just are missing out. So Brie Brie Larson plays Captain Captain Marvel in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and... That movie did really well, and then she was in, in in Avengers: Affinity War and Avengers: Endgame. But now that like the MCU has like they're kind of on a break. They they want to do a dead. That's my thought. Um, I, uh, the MCU I is dead. <laughs> I agree. The MCU they just they they like release TV shows that could be movies and movies that could be TV shows, and they just yeah. it's way more like quantity over quality. That yeah. I just like stop paying attention to it. Yeah. So no. anyway, totally sorry for interrupting. Yeah. I just no. have to make my point. <laughs> You're good. But so um the, I did see some stuff though that's like the MCU is gonna try to do like a soft reboot with the next Avengers movie. Who knows if that's actually true or not? Who knew, mm. who knows if it's actually gonna be successful? Because like the MCU is kind of falling off a little bit superheroes kind of going down like that not everyone wants to see that genre I think anymore. their like last really big movie was spider-man um no way, no home. way home yeah that was good yeah man. but then the new um the new spider-verse is pretty good too that was That's like, true. i think that spider-man is like the one thing that can keep going and it'd be fine yeah i think all the avenger stuff like is done I saw the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie and it was horrible. Oh, I did not. I still have not seen it, and I love uh, it Guardians was, of the Galaxy. It was gross. I haven't like I'm not a big Marvel person. I've never like been into it. I tried. I saw yeah. Endgame the day it came out, like because my friends were really into it, so mm-hmm. I tried. And Endgame was really good. And then I saw No Way Home, and I was like, Oh my gosh, I love this. I love Spider Man. But like all the other movies are just like the new movies at least are not living up. To what they should be yeah i used to be like a big marvel fan and i would watch every single movie when it came out um mm-hmm. endgame i remember when um uh, endgame came out and it it came out when i was in middle school and um the, all the teachers were like if you spoil endgame in here you will get kicked out of my class like it was no serious. yeah it was it was serious i went like to the first showing they had here at like the theater we went to and like we were walking out of the theater and I was like, I had, I barely knew the lore. I watched Infinity War the night before just to kind of get a vibe. <laughs> I left the theater sobbing and all of these like college guys were like, don't spoil it. You better keep your mouth shut. Don't speak. Don't speak. And I just like <laughs> wanted to spoil it so bad. Yeah. Yes. Um, anyway, anyway, I like just dropped. Stop. I was, we're going on a Marvel rant, but I just like stopped watching when Quantumania came out. I was like, I can't keep up with this anymore. Yeah, I mm-hmm. haven't. I haven't seen Ant Man, Quantumania. 
people said it was like bad yeah I heard that that one wasn't good I was like I love me some Paul Rudd (laughs) I do too I don't know Loki just season two of Loki just came out and I've watched the first two episodes of that and it's I liked Loki though. I thought that was like one of their best ones. See, I've never seen that one, but I watched um, WandaVision and Moon Knight. Those are like the only Marvel shows I've watched because I couldn't get into like Falcon and Winter Soldier, whatever. I heard WandaVision was really good. WandaVision is so good. I liked WandaVision a lot. Moon Knight wasn't my favorite, if I'm being fully honest. I I just love Oscar Isaac. Um, There's an Oscar Isaac lookalike in the Eras Tool movie, and I was, like, fangirling the whole time. He's he's so attractive, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, back to Brie Larson. (laughs) (laughs) Brie Larson, she's an Oscar winner for The Room, which is based off a book by Emma Donaghy. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, She's basically, like, been kidnapped, and she's being, like, kept in this room with her, like, young son, and they figure out a way out, and, like, her whole world, she goes through, like, a spiral trying to figure out her new life. That Mm -hmm. was before all of her Marvel stuff, though. But, so, Brie Larson, she, during the pandemic, created a YouTube page, and that's how I kind of, like, figured out who she was. Because I didn't really, like pandemic was like real good at getting me into like movies and stuff because like we had so much time mm-hmm. so i like started watching her youtube page which has sadly ended all but <laughs> sad because she's like actually going back to work and stuff now because the new captain marvel movie comes back coming I mean, comes out in november that they didn't move that one back but they decided to move doom back i wish they would <laughs> the captain marvel movie back <laughs> but captain marvel's good i like i like the first movie but so Brie Larson, she's starring in a new Apple TV show called Lessons in Chemistry. Mm-hmm. So Lessons in Chemistry is based off a book by an author named Bonnie Garmus. And Brie Larson plays a character named Elizabeth Zott. And Elizabeth is a female chemist. She has her chemistry degree, but it's during the 1950s. So like no one's really taking her seriously. Mm-hmm. and it definitely the show and the book shines a light on like I guess gender inequality during this time period especially in the science field which I love science I think English and science are my two favorite subjects in school like mm-hmm. I really like science a lot and I find it so interesting but me too me too <laughs> I'm a science so, girly <laughs> so she works at a research center in California called Hastings and she works as a lab technician and like all of these men are like oh you're just so pretty you're like here for all the looks blah 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 so they're not they're like they're being so unconsiderate of like how much of a genius Elizabeth is and like mm-hmm. it's horrible seeing how they're just like sexualizing her in a way and so she meets this guy who works at Hastings, whose name is Calvin Evans. And they are, him and Elizabeth are very similar, like so similar in a way because Calvin is a genius. Like he is like one of the smartest people. He's not as smart as Elizabeth, but he's very smart. And he's also very considerate and very kind towards her. And he like actually hears her out. And he's not just like, you're, a dumb woman like you can't do anything like how all the other men in the lab are yeah so calvin's like i they like start hanging out and they start like developing feelings for each other and stuff like that but calvin's like come work in the lab with me like come be like an actual like we can have cooperative work and so elizabeth goes and works with calvin and they they develop like a during the time, I guess they didn't know that like DNA was like the code for like all life. Yes, they didn't know. Guys, I just learned this in genetics. It what they thought proteins were. Made yeah, they thought like it was genetic all protein. material. And yes. then they figured, okay, okay, I'm following along, following along. Then Rosalind Franklin popped in. Photo yes. 51. I'm yes. take genetics next year. I'm taking anatomy. I'm going to take genetics next year. Genetics is the best class you can ever take. It literally, <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a genetic 
uh, truther. I will just, I love that class with my whole heart. It literally is the reason I'm going into my career. Yes. That's good. That's good. But yeah, so they like figured out that DNA instead of proteins is like the code for life. So they have at Hastings, especially, I guess science wasn't like funded as well as it is now. So you had to get like a bunch of grants and the lead of Hastings Research Center. So I guess like the dean, you could say, is like mm-hmm. does not like Elizabeth. And he doesn't like Calvin either because Elizabeth and Calvin up show him. Oh, and there's one like Carson, scene. you're going to have to give me your Apple TV login so I can watch the show. <laughs> oh, my. No, you can. I'm going to get to something at the end, but you can go to Apple TV and you can get a month free. A month? What? You can get one month free. And that, like, really, I think there's only going to be six episodes of this show. Like, really, that could get you to the very end. You might want to wait until episode three comes out, but, like, you'll be good. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm going to watch it now. (laughs) But, so, you have to get a, like, uh, grant. You know, like, how Dillard got our grant to, like, get better and better things. Mm -hmm. So, the dean is like, Calvin, you just come in here and you like, you haven't really shown us anything in these years and blah, 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 this. So the like funder for Hastings Research Center is like, Calvin is not disposable. He tells it to the dean. But he was like, Calvin oh? is not disposable. He's like our most, most valuable asset and blah, blah, blah. But he's like, you know what? You are disposable. And he's like, if you don't... If you, I know. It's kind of crazy. He's like, if you don't get Calvin in here by February, you're going to be out because you're just a suit and you're not a scientist. <gasps> oh. Oh. So I started to like this guy, but this guy, mm, I did not end up liking him at the end. So they have finally made their way and they, uh, Cal- Calvin and Elizabeth love each other now. Like they have, they've done their DNA thing, blah, blah, blah. And so they move in together and then like like the next day they go present to the Rimson grant people and Elizabeth Calvin had promised Elizabeth that if they were able to achieve that DNA is actually the code for all life that she could be the publishing scientist like her name would be on the paper first it would be her name Mm -hmm. and then Calvin's which would be like unheard of in this time period Mm-hmm. for a woman to be lead scientist other than like Madame Curie there's like a scene that's like how many female scientists can you name and they can only name Madame Curie but so they go present and the guy the funder for it the first word is like why is a woman in here like, why is a woman doing this what? he's like she's not even a chemist blah 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 all this and that and Calvin like defends her Calvin's like Elizabeth is the smartest person I know. Like, I'm not doing it without Elizabeth. So Elizabeth Elizabeth is like, I'll just take my name off the paper. Because, like, we have to have... No! No! But Calvin, Calvin's like, no, we're not doing that. He's like, we're going to self-submit for the Rimson. And we're, like, going to win, is what he tells her, basically. So then it goes through B-roll, and it's like, blah, 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 this and that. And it shows them, like, writing up their papers, getting ready to submit for the Rimson. Well... This is where it is so sad. And I'm not going to spoil it, but it gets so sad. Carson, so, <laughs> I'm invested now. So this dog like runs up. Oh, I have forgotten the most important part. Just kidding. Elizabeth also loves to cook. And that's how her and Calvin like meet up because <gasps> Calvin like forgets to eat sometimes. He's like that type of genius. He's just like okay. not very organized, but he's like super smart. But Elizabeth is, like, the opposite and is very organized and she, like, mm-hmm. loves to cook and she, like, perfects recipes because then Elizabeth becomes very famous in America because she gets offered a role on as a cooking show. So who's, like, who's a cooker? Pioneer woman. She's like, becomes the pioneer woman. <laughs> cooker! Who's a chef? Who's a chef? Not a cooker. <laughs> who's a I'm chef? Sorry, Keep going. But so she gets offered this role as 
a chef on this cooking show and like everyone in America loves her because she's like so amazing at cooking. And that's like how the show kind of opens. And then it will go into like telling her background and chemistry and all this stuff. Because also before her and Calvin get together, it's you learn that Elizabeth has been sexual, sexually assaulted before. Oh, and it, it's just something that like rings with her and she like cannot have the door shut. And Calvin like shuts the door because he's like really excited about um, the DNA thing. And she's like, open the door, open the door. And then he doesn't open the door. And she like runs oh. out. She's like, we can't work together anymore. Oh. But but they make Poor up. Thing. And I know it's really sad. But they make up and her and Calvin end up being fine. So this dog runs up on Elizabeth. And Elizabeth feeds it because she loves to cook. And she's a very good chef. And so they named the dog 630. Because that's the time that it showed up at Elizabeth's apartment. <laughs> Nerds. What? Sorry. They're nerds. Yes. So Elizabeth now has this puppy. And it's not even a puppy, but it's like, it's a big dog. And Calvin has really bad allergies, which we, which we learn. And it's not towards the dog, but this is how they kind of meet too. Because when you first meet Calvin, Calvin is like, um, he's like, because Elizabeth steals some of Calvin's Calvin's ribose to run the DNA thing because the DNA is all Elizabeth basically, and Calvin's like, I do not want a secretary in my lab anymore. Oh, but Calvin doesn't know that Elizabeth actually has her chemistry degree and is like top notch, really smart. So they have this little Miss Hastings pageant, which is so stupid. I swear they should not. Like for um, and pageants are great. I mean, like if you want to be in pageant, be in pageant. But I mean, don't force so don't force someone exactly. to be in a pageant. And they force Elizabeth to be in a pageant because they like all the men think she's like so pretty and stuff. Yeah. But um, so they force Elizabeth to be in this pageant, and it's like all the secretaries and all it's all the female support staff. That's what they call them. I'm like, mm. what? I'm like, why can you not just call them your colleagues? so they're in this pageant and the announcer comes up to elizabeth and is like elizabeth why are you not showing more skin so elizabeth (gasps) leaves why she i know it's awful so elizabeth leaves i'm like you go girl but then calvin has really bad allergies and is sitting in the crowd because he like wants to come apologize to elizabeth and he smells some like chemical in someone's perfume and like throws up everywhere like throws up like on elizabeth elizabeth is is like are you okay blah 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 all this and that so elizabeth takes him home and then they're like that's when they first meet and they're like starting to like work together okay now go back to where i was so (laughs) her and calvin present her and calvin present to the ripson and all of that and they then they self-submit so now her and calvin are like living together in his home because he's like a famous scientist um so he is a runner and they neither of them like christmas because they don't have family or anything so they celebrate christmas together and you think something bad is going to happen at this scene because it's like elizabeth is like you know an open flame is a fire hazard and i'm like oh my gosh tell me this place is not gonna burn down but (laughs) that's not what happens elizabeth and him eat a very nice dinner and then they give each other their presents and elizabeth's gifts to calvin is a leash for 6 30 so and she's like, he can be your running buddy. So <laughs> we learn, then you keep watching and Calvin is a runner because he says it helps him like clear his mind and think some more. Mm-hmm. But so he takes 630 on a run and 630 does not like his leash. And he's like pulling 630 to come home. And then the leash comes off and something like terrible happens. <gasps> no, no. And you just have to watch because it's so sad. But Carson! You'll, you'll. You'll learn. You'll learn. And I'm like, I would be, if I was Elizabeth, I would definitely blame it on myself. Like, 100%. But that's just me. But also, Calvin has this neighbor who's like, the city in California is like, wanting to bulldoze Calvin's neighborhood to make it a freeway. And this neighbor is like, will you come to this meeting? It would be so good if we had someone of your, like, um, figure on our side. And he forgets to come to the meeting because 
um, he's with Elizabeth, and then like, and then something else bad happens after, and that's the, where the, something else bad happens. But you just have to oh. watch. It's called Lessons in Chemistry. It was great. I read the first five chapters of the book and then stopped reading. But the show, it took you up to chapter 10 in the book. So pretty good. Mm. I'm sorry that took so long, y'all. But no, I wasn't. I don't know. No, I enjoyed. Okay. That was it for Brie Larson and Lessons in Chemistry. Maybe she'll win an (laughs) Emmy. Maybe. All right. So our next celebrity of the week is Taylor Swift. Yeah. Who would have thought? (laughs) <laughs> Who would have thunk? Literally, she's been a hot topic throughout all of our podcasts. Yes. Like, not only did a movie just come out, not only is she dating Travis Kelsey, she is about to release another re-recorded album. Yes. <laughs> On October what twenty seventh, right? Yep. She is releasing nineteen eighty nine Taylor's version, and I could not be more excited. Because 1989 is just, like, it's such a fun album. And I'm really interested to see what the vault songs are going to be and, like, what they're going to sound like. Because 1989 just has such a distinct, like, sound compared Mm -hmm. to her other albums. Because her other albums, like, like they all have their own distinct sound. But, like, something about 1989 just stands out. Like, 1989 is the definition of a pop album. Yes, it is pop. Jack Antonoff really popped off there. Like, he, he really slayed. did. <laughs> I, I love Jack Antonoff. But, you know, Taylor is always up to something. And, you know, she's she's up to a lot. She's always scheming. That's for sure. Yeah. She her. is always scheming. All of those Easter eggs. Yes. No, literally. No, and people think that, like... 1999 Taylor's version is gonna have like a double drop with Reputation Taylor's version. Oh, I love Reputation. If she does Reputation Taylor's version, I will have to freak out. Reputation is my favorite album of hers. I'll have to take a day <laughs> off. Yeah. I'm supposed to be doing a college tour on the 27th, <laughs> so I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Yes, it's it's gonna be like your background. Yeah, really played on campus literally. yes <laughs> no literally <laughs> so like is 1989 like what really put her on the map you would say um i would so fearless was her first grammy win but 1989 oh. is like her most iconic album i think yeah it was like it off and all that. yeah it's her like big pop album that really just like made it you know what i mean Okay. okay. Yeah, she so it's she also won album of the year with that one and she won album of the year for folklore. So those are like very impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love reputation though. Mm, I'm ready for that one. If she does a double <laughs> drop. Mm, that'll be crazy. Cuz I know debut is going to be her last album that she releases. There's yeah. Like- it has to be. It like she has to take back her reputation and then take back her name. Like period. That is so true. That's so smart. But I'm trying to think. Like 2014 was when 1989 came out, and I'm like, that was like such a fun. That was like when I was living life. I was like in like fourth, fifth grade. No, I was in third grade, third, fourth. I don't know how old I was. But anyways, that was like such a vibe. And like, I'm so excited that's going to be like the vibe for now. Except I wish it would have come out in like summer or spring because 1989 is more of a like summer album than a fall album. Yeah. But hey, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. Um, I am a little sad that like Speak Now didn't have like its time to shine though. Like it yeah, was, like, I agree. It had like a month, and then she was like 1989 Taylor's version. Yeah, and, and I was like, oh, oh. I'm ready to hear like what her new music's gonna sound like after she takes back her name and stuff. Like what what's yes. gonna be her next steps? Do y'all I think agree. she's gonna release um the Karma album? Or do y'all think that's just like a figment of oh, a I, I, I don't think that's real. I don't <gasps> think the Karma album is real. And I I just think that, like, I, I don't know. I thought about it. I don't think it's real specifically. What solidified it for me was Karma, the song being released. Yeah, that's That was I like, was. Karma's not an album. I think that, like, 
I think all of her albums fall under the category of karma to her exes, to her ex-friends, to like the world, everything. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think that in that music video that it was like karma, the album. I think it's just like everything about her is karma. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's so fun. All the conspiracies. Yeah. That's my favorite. My favorite activity is conspiracies. <laughs> conspiracies. And then like it's so fun being like, then it's like, oh, I was just incorrect. I was overanalyzing something yet again. <laughs> but hey, it's like people are like, the wall for, I think it's from the man music video. Um, it says like karma on it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But it says reputation twice and it says reputation. Um, I forgot. But there's like a glitch on the freaking Taylor Swift website and people are like, it glitched from white to black. And I was like, guys, this is not reputation. This is literally just like the site glitching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Calm down a little. Um, but yeah, everything is a clock somehow in some way, I guess. Yeah. <sighs> Taylor Swift, love you to death. But girl, I'm like, back to back drops is scary. It's a lot. But get that check. Get that check, though. <laughs> no real but For like real. yes I'm like is but she like, your least favorite album since you gave it like one song during the tour and like mm-hmm. a month of to breathe it's also like all the 1989 merch was coming out before Speak Now was even announced wasn't it cause she remember when she released Wildest Dreams Taylor's version yeah and then and then like there was a bunch of merch for 1989 yeah, that there was, was a weird time. There was like a little bit, and then there was Speak Now. But I have an issue with Taylor Swift shop because why does it take three months for all of my stuff to come? I'm like, oh. please, wow. please, just just ship faster. It like, takes I, so long for any of her stuff to come in. I ordered um, what was it like two Fridays ago? I ordered um. The nineteen eighty some nineteen eighty nine merch and they were like, Okay, it's gonna ship December fifteenth. Whoa. Okay. That's okay. Christmas break. Literally. Yeah. That's like if you wanted to get a Christmas gift, you gotta plan like three, four <laughs> months in advance. Like Huh. Anyways, wow. that's my little rant. Um Yeah. Swift, love you, Queen. Mwah. Do we want to touch on the writer strike ending, but the actor strike is not over? Yeah. Yes, because I'm con- still confused over that. So, okay. like, it's it's a little confusing, but the writer strike isn't done because the writers union, like, the, they basically got everything that they asked for, right? But the actor strike is still happening because they haven't gotten what they asked for yet, okay. even though they were striking together. Since they're two different organizations, the okay. Actors Union is still striking. Well, I saw something like yesterday that was like the studios, they were in no, in negotiations, but like now the studios have left. Like they're not in negotiations anymore. Yeah. What? That's so yeah. weird. So I'm like, is this actor strike going to be just as long? Like, yeah. Who knows? But I just no. I was a little concerned about that because I saw that because there's like a picture of them at Disney World like and Mickey is doing something that's not nice. <gasps> oh, <laughs> but that's really that's really about it for the yeah. actors. Hopefully they get what they want and we yeah. can start having some new seasons and some stuff. Yeah, Dune. Um, God, no, I'm so bad. <laughs> so bad you don't even know i was so upset <laughs> i think about that literally all the time at least once a week is that your roman empire yes oh my gosh <laughs> wait can we talk about this for a second <laughs> <laughs> okay so i've had someone ask me this before i do not think about the roman empire maybe i don't i don't like i really don't not unless we're talking <laughs> about in history i don't but like 
I do think about Dune a lot oh, no. and like other stuff I like every day. So maybe I just have other things that are my Roman Empire. Yeah, I asked like, my dad yeah. the same question. He was like, no. He had like <laughs> some younger students ask him because they were doing like an exercise of getting to know you, like an icebreaker. And they're like, so what's your um, Roman Empire? And he's like, huh? Huh? And they had to explain it to him, and he was like, "Yeah, I just, I just don't think about the Roman Empire that much." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, hmm. Hmm. yeah, <laughs> me too. Yes, my Roman Empire would be doomed. You're so correct. No, it would. <laughs> I have no. a few. I have a few Roman empires, but <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think. I don't remember what my main Roman Empire is, though." Like I have, I have a few. I think I think for I, mm, I think my Roman Empire is. <laughs> give me a second. <laughs> Let me pause. Cordy, what would your Roman Empire be? Oh, oh, I don't know. I thought about this question like a while ago, and I just I. Mm, um. It's probably Taylor Swift, honestly. I think about her every day. I think That's about it. Easter eggs every day. I'm on Swift Talk. Um, yeah. It's yeah. really crazy. Ugh. I'm obsessed with that woman, and it's not a good... It's not, a good, it's not healthy. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, my, my Roman Empire is the Hamilton mixtape. Um, and I think about it all the time. I love Hamilton, and no one can stop me. <laughs> Literally... The epitome of real. Um. Yeah, I think I think that might be it for our little episode yeah. on all things the Eras tour, Taylor Swift and Travis SNL, Roman empires, all and of lessons that. Lessons in chemistry. Yes, lessons in chemistry. Oh my gosh! A little Marvel <laughs> moment in there as well. Oh yes, that's so little rants here and there. This was such um, a fun episode, y'all. Yes. Yes. We miss Leah. We will mm-hmm. Leah will be back our next episode. Yeah. Frost. Um well thank you guys uh for listening to In the Know and remember that you can always stay in the know with In the Know. Yes. <laughs>